0: You're listening to the Big Finish Podcast, released on the 16th of August 2020.
1: Folgate, room 13, what's your inquiry? Yes, you may, of course, speak to my boss. For you, Liz, another dead Nazi. <laughs>
0: I'm Nick, he's Benji. And this is Big Finish. Fantastic audio drama, lots of Doctor Who, loads of other great stuff too. Not least an anagram of Doctor Who, Torchwood. There we go. Yes, yes. Who
2: would have thought that when Russell T Davies created a secret code word to disguise all the recordings of the 2005 Doctor Who series so that no one could pirate them, that word would
0: go on to resonate through the Doctor Who world so Vibrantly. And here at Big Finish, we're releasing two, not one, two Torchwood productions oh. this week. Torchwood Red Base, in which Police Sergeant Andy Davidson battles terror and paranoia on a Mars base in Wales. Mm. Yes. And Torchwood Soho Parasites, where there's something moving in the fog of the 1950s. <gasps> We go behind the scenes with one and give you a 15-minute drama tease with the other.
2: You have to guess
0: which. And as well as all that excitement, there'll be our regular podcast features. In the reviews, we'll be talking about our latest Big Finish original, The Human Frontier.
2: And of course, we'll be delving into your listeners' emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com and we'll be giving you a 25% discount on a randomly selected
0: Big Finish release. Can't say fairer than that. Well, first up, big news last Sunday then, wasn't it? Something happened. (laughs) Christopher Eccleston,
2: yes. It's uh, it's a shame we couldn't put it in the podcast, but it was slightly too early since the news came out at four o'clock.
0: The Uh, way it goes sometimes But huge Game-changing news I think is the word uh, The word The phrase I would use Yes Yes I just finished Very late last night
2: Actually in the early hours Of the morning uh, Storyline For The Ninth Doctor Yeah Yeah So it, it may never see the light of day it may never be approved <laughs> no one may like it but anyway I've I've written one for the first uh, box set So uh, and there are other ones coming in from loads of different writers and uh, I'll be directing some and there'll be other people directing them as well you know we're spreading the love around
0: the night so. Doctor Love so exciting and it's great as well you know you think it, your journey as well Nick starting out in 2005 Doctor Who yourself And here you are years later revisiting that time. You know, it's it's just very exciting.
2: It's incredible. I just, um, yeah, it's funny enough. When we were talking about that, I was about to say that I haven't uh, actually spoken to Chris yet. So I'm looking for, I've been chatting to his agent, but, um, and then at that point the doorbell rang. So hold on a sec. (laughs) Ben, Chris, did you, did you get the door? I don't know whether um, steps in or not. That's my wife, for those of you who are not regular listeners. I presume by the lack of continued ringing or my son running up the stairs to say, uh, that that's all right. And it wasn't, in fact, Chris Eccleston
0: come round for a chat. He just, just thought I'd pop round, have a cup of tea. You know? <laughs> uh, I wasn't yeah, in. Yeah. No, no,
2: no, uh, no it's not very accurate. Um, I, funnily enough, I, I believe that uh, he's on holiday in this area of the country, so, you know, but he doesn't have my address. <laughs> you never uh, know. Sorry, I just went through a whole fantasy situation where Chris (laughs) Eccleston turns up to my house He says, I hear you finished a storyline last night, Nick. Can I have a read of that?
0: (laughs) Oh, Um, if only, if only. Back to reality.
2: Yes, so lots of exciting things coming up soon uh, with The Ninth Doctor. Unbelievably exciting. For those of you who haven't heard that old phrase of hiding under a rock or being on Mars for the last week comes to mind. Um, You know, go to bigfinish.com and the... uh, the whole series—it's uh, four, three-disc
0: box sets or download sets, and also released on vinyl. Come which on, is exciting, there isn't we it? go. You've got to get your hands on that if you like listening to things on vinyl, or you just like how they look and feel. There is a physical format. Very exciting, of course. It's gorgeous edition as well. Limited yeah. edition, gorgeous art. Well, it will artwork. be. It will be. Um, it's, um, uh,
2: it's, I'm just trying to think, how many. Yeah, well, uh, Scott Hancock, you know, he told me he'd bought one. There's a thousand there's available. Not
0: anymore.
2: Uh, yeah, not anymore, no. Mm-hmm. So get on it before... Yeah, all 999. 90, 90, 90, Anyway, enough of this nonsense. Right, it's time now for the reviews.
0: And this week, as we mentioned, we're looking at the human frontier by oh, some no. bricks bloke or another. What, I don't know. what? This? what? from Big Finish Productions? <sighs>
3: Cryogenic awakening sequence activated. Emergency cryogenic
4: awakening sequence
3: activated. It's a planet. At 307 years into a 900 plus journey, it's a planet. Previously unknown, very possibly life-supporting. Very, very possibly. They said they were
5: setting me free.
3: They don't understand.
5: Are you sure?
3: Orbit fire.
6: diagram of a human and a star system.
4: Nilly! It's coming back for you. What? Nilly?
5: What did you mean? Nilly? Yes, Anna? I'm glad you're with me.
3: Thank you, Anna. The Human Frontier by Nicholas Briggs
2: Big Finish. We love stories. And funnily enough, you can get hold of this at bigfinish.com if you enter Human Frontier into the search pane at the top there. Sort of yeah. Yes. It's it's magnifying glass. Yeah. Uh, there's also uh, episode one for free. Uh, first up, SciFiBulletin.com says intensely ambitious, narratively complex and gripping. The Human Frontier works on every level. The cast are fantastic. The direction is urgent without sprinting, and the writing deals with character, theme, concept, and occasional tentacles with equal grace. It's absolute. It absolutely deserves a second season. It's going to get one good, but remains a complete and intensely enjoyable experience in and of
0: itself recommended nine out of ten Missing Seeing that nice. extra one there you know I think it was wrong it's I think was... maybe add an extra get right complain on my behalf I I, I will <laughs> um uh, next up Thank when you. we got here from blog oh. the human frontier succeeds in what it sets out to do tell an engaging story utilizing certain sci-fi tropes in a new and interesting way. No, fair enough. The cast are fantastic. The script is great. The music and sound design are stellar. Oh, it is, it is a well crafted adventure and a fitting finale to an inaugural run of Big Finish Originals. That's good, isn't it? Very good. Oh, Very nice. You.
2: Block to Who. We do love Block to Who. Hi, Block to Who. have am spoken to you for ages. Uh, uh, WarpedFactor.com <laughs> says, What a world Briggs and Co. have created. Speaking for myself. Well, that's a. Advisedly, I can only hope that this isn't the last we've heard of these characters. It isn't. There's a second series on the way, uh, because what they've created is a captivating piece of work, and there are still questions left unanswered. Well, that's true. That's true. Perhaps to quote another franchise,
0: the human adventure is just beginning. Ooh. Well, yeah. DoctorWhoWatch.com, the fantastic clocksmiths say, uh, is the. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Just, just laughing at my own terrible, terrible... I don't know what I'm doing. We laugh at
2: that joke every week. Oh, and I still It's, it's love become it. a tradition. The Doctor Who Watch joke.
0: Here's <laughs> one for all you writing into podcasts at BigFinish.com, sending pictures of your Doctor Who watches, if you have one. If they oh, do well, exist, same. that'd be rather nice. Um, Doctor yeah. Who watch.com says, Is The Human Frontier worth checking out? <gasps> Absolutely. It's Thank a truly you, fantastic series and Gosh. one of the best Big Finish releases ever written written by Nicholas Briggs. It explores both the best and worst of humanity. It raises yes. some interesting questions, particularly on what it means to be human. And it tells a thrilling sci-fi story too. I'm already Phew. keeping my fingers crossed for series two. Well, you don't need to. It's, it's, oh, uncross it's, them. It's
2: un- uncross them. At ease. Uh, SciFyPulse.net says... Uh, d- I think I said net, but it's <laughs> .net. <actually>. <laughs> 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 I don't know why that's funny <laughs> ah, it's funny because it's true uh, uh, writer stroke slash whatever director nicholas briggs let the human frontier gestate in a box <laughs> no for several years before he finally crafted the story in these four hours that's right, i just wrote it in four hours <laughs> <laughs> wrote it and recorded it and did the music in four hours based on the eventful yarn he and the big finish team have produced i can't wait for the next four hours thank you very much sci-fi pulse sorry for reading out in such a ridiculous way i don't know what's happening to me today i a bit funny
0: <laughs> well um it's not the only place that uh, all these reviews are going on over in twittergopolis uh, lucas wilmshurst <laughs> says here i wasn't sure whether to take the dive into big finish originals but i'm absolutely delighted i did Briggs Nicholas, that's at Briggs Nicholas, that's of course Nicholas Briggs, his uh, human frontier <laughs> okay. is something very special.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's nice. And at Jeanette Stent. Hello, Jeanette. Uh, latest listen from Big Finish is The Human Frontier. Part love story, part gritty space drama. This is an epic journey into the human condition and what it means to be human and ultimately a compelling study of humanity itself. Bravo. At Briggs. Nicholas Moore, please. Thank you, Jeanette. And
0: and I am writing more. Where's that book? i have oh. written it down. Oh, so the booksmiths. Um, At Matthew Vernon 3, there's three of him, you know. Um, Well, that first episode of Briggs Nicholas's The Human Frontier is a bit of all right, isn't it? I look Uh forward to completing this series at Big Finish.
2: I wonder if he ever did. Who knows we'll, we'll never know Write in Matthew and let us
0: know I didn't
2: I didn't bother um, <laughs> At Tom and 1218 Hello Tom The Human Frontier from At Big Finish by At Briggs Nicholas Is a tremendous original series Filled with superb characters Great world building And a gripping story Packed with intrigue I don't know why I took a breath there The <gasps> story's analysis of humanity is really refreshing Making a great new sci-fi series oh, Thank you very much It's lovely
0: Well, Ploppy Le Chien on Twitter says, The Human Frontier from Big Finish, a stellar addition to the very strong hashtag Big Original, it's Big Finish Original range, Uh, Nicholas Briggs works his magic yet again with this hard sci-fi tale on the nature of humanity, brought to life by a superb cast, and that man Meadows—that's Ian Meadows. Sound design, ten out of ten. We can't get better than Come that. Come on, can you? Ploppy! Bada Thank you very bada much. Bada boom!
2: What a Ploppy review! <laughs> <laughs> ploppy oh lovely plop um well
0: <laughs> thank you
2: that's all very nice isn't it thank you lovely. Uh, more great reviews because frankly we don't read out the really bad ones um i don't i don't think there are any really bad ones but uh, maybe maybe your challenge is to write a horrendous review of a big finish uh, uh production and uh, get really cross that we don't read it out Because this, this <sighs> podcast Is sort of quite promotional In nature, you might have noticed So we're not going to read out something that says this is terrible But I haven't read a bad review of um, The Human Frontier This is what you want to hear, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but that's nice. Please don't bring any bad ones to my attention Because of course, like all Creative idiots, you only actually remember the bad ones. That's it. Anyway, more great reviews next week when we take a look at the Eighth Doctor extravaganza that is Stranded Volume 1.
0: Well, coming up soon, we go behind the scenes with Torchwood Red Base, just off the A474. Mm. Must look out for
2: that. Get out mm, the old uh, road atlas. Uh, but before <laughs> that, it's time for for listeners' emails.
0: Well, that's right. Well, if you're stuck in traffic on the A474 and you're not driving, because obviously if you're driving, you shouldn't be, be handling your phone. You could be mentally noting what you might write later. Yes, but, you know, if you're sat in a passenger seat, maybe in the back, you've got nothing better to do. You're sitting there thinking, oh, I'm listening to the podcast. Well, you can. You can write in. You can send an email to podcast at bigfinish.com. And if you're lucky enough, um, it might get read out. Who knows? Oh. So yeah, the first one cool. we've got here is uh, is from Jonathan Kirk, Kirk to Enterprise. Um, <laughs> I, I I sort of thought should, should I do a Shatner impression and then decided not to. But then I felt like I'd already I was already doing it whilst I spoke. So that was a very uncertain Kirk there. Sort of Kirk, Kirk to Enterprise. Kirk to <laughs> beam be me up. The, the only Kirk impression I can do is just Spock. That's that'll do. Spuck. That's whispering. That's just whispering. Spuck. You, you have to try and Can! say. Sp- <laughs> you, I love it, love it. Anyway, sorry, uh, Jonathan Kirk. Um, the subject on this one is Brax and the Return of the Ninth Doctor. Ahoy, Nick and Benji! Ahoy! There. Um, I'd like to thank you for doing the podcast each week, despite your busy lives, even um, when you're in the process of moving house. That's right. It's isn't it? true. Yeah, shuffling boxes yeah. around, aren't you?
2: Yes, yes, I have moved now. I'm in my new little office upstairs. Yes, we bought the uh, the the new garden office thing, the shed. Oh, have in. you? Yeah, yeah. It's not arriving for months yet, though. Oh dear! Is it nice though? Ding. You are you happy with it? Oh yeah, I haven't shown you a picture of it, have you I? You have to show
0: me. Yeah,
2: I will Give it. a bit context here. It's yeah, it's a whole new. I'm going to a whole new level.
0: This <laughs> has got a slide, a, a bat pole. Um, a whole under <laughs> underground base, you know, the, the, the whole shebang. That's right. I'm a member of a
2: top secret organisation, crime fighting organisation. Yeah. yeah, the sheds. S H E D. That's
0: around. what it's called. <laughs> yes. Super hats. How... Super heralds. Eats eats dogs. Dogs. That, that that'll do. That's um, not nice <laughs> That's a horrible organisation yeah, yeah, We need the yeah. rival I don't know We're just talking now um, I found the episode <sighs> You off. guys writing audio letters Back and forth uh, Due to Nick's new internet Not being hooked up Properly yet Quite hilarious oh, that, um, was that was good fun Wasn't it um, That is now One of my favourite Podcast episodes Got I also rush. appreciated The podcast Planning meeting um, Whilst I'm unsure Why you recorded Your planning meetings I thought that this episode Showed how genuine You really are. You don't put on a front for the podcast. You actually are great guys who love what you do and love the various fandoms you talk about in the show. I already thought that you were pretty genuine, but I was amazed at what little difference there was from a regular podcast. Thanks for being amazing people.
2: Well, you know, uh, Jonathan, I feel it's really nice of you to say that, um, but I feel I have to confess that the the whole... uh, The whole podcast planning meeting thing was completely faked. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a planning meeting. No, we, uh I write the script and uh, then we read it out and then we sort of mess around and improvise around it. And I was just looking for a different way of doing it and and, do, and doing it in a way that was less scripted. So I just wrote down a list of contents and then we discussed it as though it were a meeting and I thought wouldn't it be funny if we said that the podcast had been erased and so you know why would we record the the planning meeting if we had one you see. So I hope you're not too disappointed but I f- I feel I had to own up there uh
0: maybe you don't think that we're quite so genuine not anymore. genuine anymore yeah well we, we but you know we we do try we try every week to to make it as energetic and fun as we can do we, yeah, we enjoy mean, doing g- it that's the thing we do enjoy yes. it's nice for us we we you know i mean it's like today uh whilst we didn't do a planning meeting we talked for about over an hour didn't we we yes, just sat and had did. a chat you know and because yeah. we enjoy we enjoy each other's company and so it's it's never a chore. To, to record the podcast, yeah, so that's something. That's that. That's yeah, what I would yeah. say.
3: Yes, I, I that's would true. say.
2: But I'm always trying to think of different ways of doing the podcast. But then I think because we only have a, a day in which to record, and then for me to edit it, and I don't have any more time available. Like the, the, the letters one was quite, quite time consuming that to edit and do all the sound effects of the scribbling and the different. And where you were, Benji, I put on a grandfather clock behind you. so well, you sounded you know,
0: I've got a level of class about me. That's rather nice. So yeah, I, was,
2: I was doing sound design, for goodness sake, you know. And so, yeah, I've got to, we must think of some different ways of doing it because I don't want it to be the same thing exactly every week.
0: I do actually have a grandfather clock downstairs, and interesting enough as well, in my cupboard. This is so boring, but I'm you, I do actually yeah, have. Please um, do tell me. Let me write this down. I have a cuckoo clock that's nearly a hundred years old that, that wow. I've got, which I haven't put up. It's in it. I've I've got it packed away in a box and decided oh, that. Oh, does it work? It Works, yeah, it works fine. It's really really old cuckoo clock, and so it was my great grandfather's. So um, I've kept it for one day when I I feel I'm in a place that can warrant having a cuckoo clock. I couldn't have it up. Like, can you imagine in the studio? It yeah. would have bonkers, wouldn't it?
2: Well, every time you moved, it would rattle slightly because that's what old clocks do, don't they? But you see, doing uh, the the letters email uh, where we were allegedly writing to each other, and we did record those bits separately because the internet was so rubbish, and we just came together for, I think, the uh, the emails, didn't we? We managed mm. to grab a bit we, of good internet. We did internet it, yeah. Here. God, that was touch and go. Um, I was doing a bit of sound design there really because I'm back into sound design at the moment because I'm doing Return of the Cybermen. Um, Should I just play a random clip from Return of the Cybermen? Do it, come on, do it. Why not, eh? Okay, this is just sound design. There's no music on it yet. And that was the Seagull flying past. Anyway, here's a bit of Return of the Cybermen. What? Stay where you are. Don't worry, Doctor. I've got this. No, Harry. Kelman, doesn't your gun work? Of
1: course it works. (laughs)
4: Cease firing!
7: Cease... Hey! Come on, come
4: on. While that thing's distracted, we
7: can get out the door. Another one! Do not attempt to leave!
2: Ah.
4: Don't worry, Doctor. Harry's still alive. Will he be alright? Yes, no damage. Just knocked out.
2: But we're surrounded. Well, fancy meeting you Cybermen like this. (laughs) And now you've got us. What can we do for you? We were not ready to meet you. You have broken our plan. What a pity. Now we will all have to wait for the Cyber Leader. Ah yes, the Cyber Leader. I'd like to speak to him. He has been signalled. My friend has been attacked by one of your charming pets. Do not damage the Cyber mats. Don't damage my friends and I won't damage yours. We need the antidote to your cyber plague.
0: There, we are. there, you are. that's a, right that's, a, that's, a, that's a Jonathan Jack W. Kirk exclusive there.
2: Yes, and, and Jonathan did, or Jack—he likes to be called Jack—he did write a big explanation about his name, but didn't particularly want us to read that out. But he—he was—he was—it was very amusing about whether or not he was related to Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, there we special. go. So, carrying on with the email, actually. Oh um, yes, back to the um, email. The reason why I'm writing is because yes. I have two questions. Okay. Uh, Thank you very th- much. Well, that was interesting. That was now great. Thank on. you. Uh, as well. no. <laughs> um, the first involves the lovable and shifty character of Irving Braxiatel. Um, I've been working my way through the Eighth Doctor Adventures and the Gatherfrey audio adventures in order to be caught up before driving into the Last Great Time War which I plan to go more or less in order laid out in the Timey-Wimey Detector Timeline Theory page on TARDIS Wikia. Ooh, that's very clever, isn't it? Yes. Nice. People I'm are going to look at that. It's too complicated. Nick look and, you'll just do that one clanger when you look at one release and, say, and just deliberately say, no, that's not in the right place. One of them's wrong. And then get everybody going, <laughs> what? We got it wrong, somehow. <laughs> Dropping bombs, there there. But in my travels through time and space uh, towards uh, this goal, I met Brax. I think Brax is a wonderful character, but especially when he comes back in Series 8 of Gatherfray. Uh-huh. I felt like I was missing out a bit. My understanding is that the other range Brax mainly appears in is the Benny series. Yes. About a year back, I purchased the first series of the original Benny Summerfield series, and I didn't really care for it. So my question is, can I just go through and get, uh, and get just the Brack stories and not be completely lost? Uh, and are, there, uh, a, are the original Benny stories ever going to be made available for download? Because I live in the US and shipping kills. Well, first of all, I feel that it's an exaggeration to say shipping kills. I
2: think... <sighs> because that would be horrible uh, but I know what you mean, it's too expensive Yeah. Um, yes they will be one day and I'm constantly surprised that they're not I thought it was all sorted out and then I have told it it wasn't, but it's just a question of getting some people to sign a contract who, uh, it's not a priority for them to sign So ho hum, I, w- I hope we can um, I don't know I, I imagine it wouldn't quite be a full, like, proper narrative experience just to buy the Brax ones, but I say go for it Jack Go for it. Just get the Brax ones and see, see how you do. And if it doesn't work, you can always go back and get the others. And they will become available for download at some point. I must prod about that. Um, yeah, I'm going to write an email about it now.
0: There we go. Action. That's one that you've, yeah. you've, you've put him into to action. To
2: Jason Hay hey Gallery. Okay. Um, I, I'll,
0: shall I continue reading the email out whilst you do
2: that? Hold on. I'll just quickly... <laughs> I won't be... Hi, Jason. Just... Wondering what's happening about getting the Benny downloads up for the series. What's the old up? There we are. Cheers. Nick. There Oh, whoosh. It went whoosh through my head then. Okay. Off you can.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, My other question involves the return of the Ninth Doctor. As many, I was amazed and thrilled to see the announcement that Christopher Eccleston will return to his role as the Ninth Doctor for 12 Big Finish stories. But I do have a question about his return. Oh, yes. As we all know, this is the first time that he has done anything Doctor Who since the parting of ways, and he didn't even return for the day of the Doctor. I heard him say in an interview that he was offered a part in that special, but he turned it down because he thought the story wasn't really necessary When uh, when he, when the, and when they rewrote it, the new Doctor played by John Hurt, the story was way more compelling. He also said that he would only return to the role if there was something important and meaningful to do with his Doctor. So my question is, is that what's going on? Are we going to get some mind-blowing stories uh, that add lots to the Night Doctor, or did he just change his mind and we're just going to get some more fun adventures with this Doctor? Either way, I will get them, but I'm curious. Uh, But I understand if you can't reveal anything further about these releases yet. Thanks so much, Jonathan Jack W. Kirk. Well, uh, of course I can't reveal anything, but I mean... it.
2: what, what, how do you define? How does anyone define important and meaningful? I think you think sort of like uh, uh, format shattering or some revelation or something like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, we we are aiming to make the stories mind blowing and brilliant. Um, yeah. Sorry, can't give you a particularly good answer to that. Next up, uh, this is from Martin Lockie. Hello. Uh, Virtual Big Finish Day Feedback Dear Nicholas Jason and David Oh he's written, written to Not you Benji no, Come well, back. never mind. Uh, I'm sure I'm not the first. I'll do I the dusting. The last. That's fine. Just... <laughs> but I wanted to personally congratulate you all and everybody associated with Big Finish, past and present. I tuned in to Virtual Big Finish Day yesterday from start to finish and hand on heart, 100 percent enjoyed it. It was very well organised and the segments were very well thought out. All the trailers and animations were fantastic and well put together. This is a big thank you to Steve Berry, head of marketing here, I think, and everyone else. Who helps? But Steve was pulling it all together. Of course, you can never compensate for technical difficulties that are beyond your control. Yes, those were Steve's fault as well. No, they weren't. Uh, but for what it's worth, I had my speakers turned up to more or less full volume so I could hear every word and never missed anything. In particular, I adored John Colshaw with his anomalies. Uh, he really is very talented and the impressions are uncanny, spot on, and I'm really glad you have him on board. Also, I hope Nicholas had as much fun talking to the Susans as much as I enjoyed watching watching it, uh, it was great and very interesting to hear how both actresses uh, felt the character working for Big Finish as a whole. Uh, the grand finale with Paul, Alex and Jason was well worth the wait and probably most inter- the most interesting thing that I learned was when Jason said he scripts under a pseudonym uh, just so he gets an honest opinion which is quite Genius, and as the saying goes, there's always room for improvement, and this is a great way of of achieving that. I don't think it was actually true overall. I just love how Big Finish caters for everybody with its vast range of different series. I mean, we are all individuals with different opinions, likes, and dislikes. I did write to Jason and said, What's the pseudonym you submit under? and he said, Nicholas Briggs. Uh, Which brings me to my personal highlight, which was the robot segment. Louise did a great job of directing, she was interviewing, but and directing Uh, Nicholas and Claire did a wonderful job also I do recall my one and only time of meeting Nicholas Briggs and I shall never forget it I hope this is going to be good it was at the Long Island convention about four or five years ago and he was one of the reasons why I made the long trip over there from Newcastle upon time Martin, you know I do go to British conventions it seems a long way to go just to see me on a brief visit to um, Long Island our conversation did take us into the early hours over a few drinks amongst others But Nicholas was very kind and was interested in what I would like to hear in future and this led me to explain how much I adored the Kaldor City audios from Magic Bullet and the reason I like them so much because they they had an all-star cast and some of the original cast from Robots of Death and carried on from the book Corpse Marker but I also mentioned how brilliant Robophobia was thank you at the time although he made a little note there were no plans for any voc robot stories But lo and behold, years later, along came the Sons of Kaldor and escaped from Kaldor and then finally the robots have their own series, which I'm overjoyed about and hope it is not the last. So being honest, the way I would like to sum it up is Kaldor City audios were the lump of fine coal and now Big Finish have turned that coal into an absolute diamond and I really mean that. Oh, that's nice. Also another hobby of mine is customising Doctor Who figures. That's why I really enjoyed the segment about the Big Finish Doctor Who figures and how it came about and love the 8th Doctor in leather jacket and I'm quite proud of the work I've done with my own Vok robot figures and your opinion would be appreciated. There you are Benji, you see that he's, he's adapted really them cool. I really think we really can assume cool. that because V45 was the one to kill Chub and Zilda that he would have been the one to kill Borg off screen Whoa. and be the damaged robot in the storage bay. That's why I put the blood on the hand and the silver tape around the head. Also V6 with his one hand I tried my best to make them as accurate as possible. Now I've included these on the behind the scenes part of this week's podcast page so if you look at the podcast in the podcast range at bigfinish.com if you go to the behind the scenes section you'll see the photographs of Martin's contacted figures very so they fun. Are. very yeah. fun so overall just wanted to give you an honest feedback as I think it's important that you know what a fantastic job you're all doing and how much myself and I'm sure all of the Big Finish fans appreciate everything that you do especially through this crazy time that we find ourselves in <laughs> hopefully I might make it to Derby into 2021 if possible yes I hope so Martin we hope we all make it there look after yourselves and stay safe we will kind regards Martin Lockie that's brilliant and Great. if you, as I say if you want to see Martin's brilliant robot models we've put them in the behind the scenes section of the podcast release page for this week just repeating myself what's the matter with me
0: well finally this one here from Peter Camera. is it Camera or Camera? what do we recommend I think it's Camera. it could yeah. be Camera. there we go I always like to make people's names I think sound we've like... discussed it before yeah, probably I have, have. No idea. there we go um, dear Nick, and, oh the, the subject of this one is the Night Doctor Adventures with Christopher Eccleston. Yes. Dear Nick and Benji, someone uh, there should warn Christopher Eccleston that he's <laughs> about to be crushed with a wave of love for coming back to us. Uh, this is the most wonderful news in one of the most horrible years Yeah. thanks yeah. to Jason and the entire Big Finish team for never giving up on this I pre-ordered the bundle within minutes of the thank announcement you. and minutes before we all uh, a minutes before we all brought the Big Finish website to a standstill wow, yeah, yeah. welcome to the Big Finish family Chris, that's Peter Kemmerer from Pottstown PA thank you very much Peter for, for messaging in Yeah, and I think the website actually
2: uh, stopped. I think four times. I think I got reports four times. Yeah, but it got back up again, so that's good. Anyway, yes, exciting times ahead, and I will tell Chris Eccleston when I finally get to work with him that he's about to be crushed with a wave of love. (laughs) Uh, That's it for this week. Uh, We are very much looking forward to hearing more from you all. Don't forget, it's podcast at bigfinish.com or a postcard.
0: Well, so it goes, so it went. Time now for us to delve into the rich imaginative world of Torchwood. And we begin by going behind the scenes with The Red Base. Here, torture producer and writer James Goss chats to actor Andy Price about his latest adventures with Big Finish. Andy has, of course, recently appeared in the 8th Doctor story, Stranded, Volume 1, which we'll be covering in reviews next week. So there we go. Yes, true, true.
7: I'm here with...
6: Spaceman Andy. Well, is he Spaceman Andy or is he Andy
7: Poirot after this episode? That's the question. I don't know, a bit of both. Okay. Front cover's definitely having you in a space suit. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Am I going to be... Oh, whoa. Whoa,
6: whoa, whoa. Is PC Andy slash Sergeant Andy slash Spaceman Andy going to be on the actual CD? Yeah. Because I never make the cover. No, you did. I, I never make the cover. The other day there was one... Right, which you know, I was in. I had words in. Andy had action and lines. And there were, I think, there were seven characters in it, and six appeared on the cover. You've been on the cover. You
7: have been on the cover. to get my agent involved. <laughs>
6: <sighs> anyway. Oh, that's
7: awkward and yeah. difficult. Good awkward start, isn't it? Start. Yeah, I was going to ask if you've changed since you've <laughs> been in Doctor Who, and the answer is oh, yes. I
6: have. I'm much diminished by my Doctor Who experience. Much diminished. No, not at all. It was wonderful.
7: Yeah. Uh, so uh, what can you tell the excited listeners of Torchwood about what it's like being an actual proper Doctor Who?
6: Oh, I would say um, it is a lot of fun and... Um, I mean, Torchwood is obviously, uh, there's a huge amount of playing that goes on. And um, it, we all go on a bit of a kind of crazy whirlwind story. But that, is, that is, feels like it's cranked up even more in Doctor Who. The leaps of the imagination feel that much more uh, fantastical and sometimes extreme. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. So you just find yourself going, wow, this is truly brilliant. Not that Torchwood is not brilliant. Please don't take this as a criticism of Torchwood. James, you know where my loyalties lie i think of me as a doctor who spy i go in i see yep. what's going on with the doctor who things i come back and i report to torchwood hq that's how it works but do-
7: doctor who has been a joy a real pleasure and what is your doctor who box
6: set called for sergeant andy fans i think it's called the first ever doctor who with sergeant andy in
7: and do you think you're going to be on the cover
6: uh, i don't, I don't, I don't really all doubt that. right but me and nicola walker paul mcgann i must admit paul mcgann and nicola walker are just and hattie Morahan as well oh amazing Really, really brilliant. They were so good. You yeah. just look hurt. This is the problem. When you ask me about my experiences on Doctor Who and I tell you how positive they are, you just look hurt, James goss Well, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing other sci-fi worlds. Okay, you have to get used to the I just
3: of. feel
7: like I've left, dropped you off at your first day at school, and you know, I've been worried about how you are, and you come back being like, oh yeah, fine. I know. I'm doing that thing. My sons do this. How was school today?
6: Mm-hmm. Come on, any more than that? Any more? I, it was great. It was great. Yeah. I well it, but i do feel like i'm talking to a different lover about a, di- about a previous lover you know it's not natural i shouldn't be i shouldn't be telling you about this well, i didn't know that andy was in an open relationship but he clearly is now
7: yeah but you know we're we're still here good we still love you, you know the, this somehow. is what we're doing to try and tempt you back we we give you a whole hercule poirot in space thing
6: i know it's so good i love it so much thank you and oh, i learned pleasure. all of my lines Thank it's, you. It's just great, and it's uh, it's brilliantly written. The the characters are fantastic. The idea is brilliant. Um, I I, yeah, I really really genuinely love this one. It's a brilliant fun. And would you say that we've got Neath right? <laughs> Neath, yeah, you've said <laughs> Neath. What another like another planet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think um, it's just this has got that. It's a really simple idea. Is it an idea? Let me let me turn the tables. Is it an idea that's been kicking around? for a while and you thought let's let's apply it to sergeant andy or is it one that you just came up with how does that work
7: uh, it's it's kind of a mixture of both because i remember reading a thing about how they're planning on doing a practice mars base and i thought oh wouldn't it be brilliant if that ended up being in some quarry in neath yeah. yeah yeah and then i thought well who's going to turn up and investigate and you kind of <laughs> run through the list and it's like captain jack no <laughs> yanto no and you go down the list and then you're like oh Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> that'll do. Yeah. I love that. I love that opening moment.
6: Because when you I had no idea what this was about and I sit down to read it and there are these random characters doing doing stuff on Mars, and it's like, oh, this is exciting. <laughs> Someone's walking towards them. Oh my god, it's me. It's brilliant. <laughs> so much fun. So much fun.
7: Uh we, we we try and surprise you and it's it's vaguely Indeed. based on Do you remember that failed reality TV show Eden? No. This is the one where they had lots of people in a Pelinsula on the Scot in Scotland. Scotland. And they spent an entire year thinking that they were in a famous reality tv show and what they didn't realize was that the broadcaster had pulled the plug after the first two episodes no that didn't happen yeah called eden no that didn't happen so they just carried on yeah and they came out expecting wow. expecting praise and adulation instead of which there was sort of a runner going with well, your cab's over there oh Bye. my
6: god that's like those stories about um I- I- extreme members of the japanese army who still believed the second world war was going on in like 1952
2: and came out of the jungle ready to fight <laughs>
6: similar sort of thing that's <laughs> terrifying yeah Wow. In a way, though, that echoes what Big Finish has done to Torchwood.
2: And if you want to get your hands on Torchwood Red Base, and you should, just go to bigfinish.com and it's right there on the homepage. Or simply type Red Base into the search pane. There's also, you know, the search pane, it's a magnifying glass thing at the top. There's also a free tease of it on the site. Go on, treat yourself.
0: Have a cup of teas. (laughs) More Torchwood coming up soon as we zoom back to the 1950s where something is moving in the smog. It's a 15 minute drama tease of Torchwood Soho Parasite, starring Samuel Barnett as the irrepressible Norton Folgate. Mm-hmm.
2: But first, it's time to give you a 25% discount on a randomly selected big finish release. Yes, it's the Random Oil Selectatron.
0: Well, Ran has done Ran's thing, and we're here with number 2.2 The Early Adventures Doctor Who The Forsaken. The Forsaken. Uh, second Doctor story. Starring Annika uh, Wills and Fraser Hines, and of course Elliot Chapman as well as, uh, yeah, Ben. As Ben, yes. All right, here's the trailer
2: Doctor Who, The Early Adventures, The Forsaken.
7: I'm the Doctor. Uh, this is Ben, Polly, uh, Jamie. Nice to meet you. I'd better take you to the hotel. The boat's unlikely to get here for another day at least, I'm afraid. Oh, dear. Just so long as the Japanese don't get here first. Japanese? They're advancing through Singapore. A total blooming disaster from what I hear, but we should be evacuated before they get this far.
6: Private
0: Jim Jackson, but everyone calls me Jacko.
4: Actually, we have our own Jacko, don't we, Ben?
0: Not
7: now,
3: Paul. What's wrong with you, Ben? You look like you've seen a ghost. Doctor, Ben!
4: There is someone. Look, over there. Where? What did you see, Pom? I don't know. A figure, barely more than a shadow.
7: Is it that what was worrying you, Doctor? W- worrying me? You said you could feel there was something wrong. Yeah, yes, yes. <clears throat> possibly. Very possibly.
0: Oh no! Hold it down! <laughs> oh, it sounds
4: silly. But it it looked like. death. death.
2: finish,
7: we love stories. Def don't hang about, you know, he's got things
2: to do. This is written by the brilliant Justin Richards, old friend of mine, lovely guy, Uh, and yeah, Fraser Hines and Annika Wills, Fraser doing The Doctor, as well as Jamie McCrimmon. And Annika is playing Polly, but also the narrator as well. It's a great story, I thoroughly recommend it. it's, it's uh, set on an island off Singapore, as you probably gathered from the uh, the
0: trailer there. It's a wartime story, very exciting. Yeah. Love love it when Doctor Who goes back to the war. It's always good fun.
2: Yes, the war. I remember the war. Oh, and the good evening. Oh,
0: <laughs> wonderful to have you. Take a seat. Uh, yeah.
2: um, and by the way, you'll get your 25% discount on this uh, if you go to bigfinish.com and you find the podcast... And there in the text with the podcast, it says the Random Voice Electron also features uh, and giving you a 25% discount. Press here and you click on here and then you find the offer. And all you have to do to get the offer is enter the code BUCKUP. B-U-C-K-U-P, all capital letters, no spaces. Pretty good.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Can't, can't knock that, can you? Well, thanks, Ran. Always a pleasure, never a chore. You know, and uh, do get your discount Because it does make a difference um, Now, sadly, it is time for us to say goodbye yeah. Since Torchwood is an anagram of Doctor Who We thought that we'd say some goodbye With some anagrams of our own uh, Of course, anagrams of, of goodbye So I'll start um, So Buy good There we go, a simple one Bogey-doo <laughs>
2: um, uh,
0: Boo-edgy Body
2: Ego.
0: Be Dog Yo. Obey Dog. Obey God, you could say as well.
2: Obey God. Yeah. uh, By Good. Be Goody. By Do Go. (laughs) 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 Bog Uh, Ed Yo.
0: (laughs) Gob Do Ye. That's my favourite. Gob Do Ye. Gob Do Ye. Gob To You. Be be Dog Yo. Be Dog Yo. Um, Bod Ye Go. Your bud, you go and boo edgy.
2: <laughs> Deb go yo. They sound like you things like Deb go yo.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Bog was it bog ed yo.
2: <laughs> and while we're away, gob <laughs> the making up more. <laughs> Enograms, I nearly said. Anagrams. (laughs) What? Uh, Why not enjoy the first 15 minutes of Torchwood Soho Parasite by James Goss and starring Samuel Barnett. Episode 1, The Man in Room 13.
6: Before we begin, we should like to point out that Torchwood contains adult content and is not suitable for younger listeners or those of you who have a nervous disposition.
1: Folgate, room 13. What's your inquiry? Yes, you may, of course, speak to my boss. For you, Liz, another dead Nazi.
3: Hey-ho here. Apparently you've a dead Nazi for me. No, bits of him is fine. In the Ganges? Really? Pleased to hear that endeavour's bit the dust. No, no, thanks. Thanks for letting me know. But really, next time, Folgate's good enough toodle pip good enough well you are so chunks of an Obergruppenführer washed up downstream from a dark monastery one of yours one of
1: mine grapevine said he was heading there looking to steal their crystal skull crystal skull
3: occultists really are the accountants of Nazis so you tipped off the chief rabbi
1: actually they call him the cock you say fuck you see
3: never is look it up So, you tipped off the chief rabbi, and they sawed the rest Mm. with sores. I'll cross another off the list. You've got to stop treating Project Hermote like a box of chalks. At this rate, there'll be no Nazis left by Whitson. Uh, I'm
1: bored, Lisbeth. Of course, you are.
3: Only failures
1: are bored. I am not a failure. Am I?
3: After your last little scrape, you expected to be running Torchwood. Instead, they stuck you in room thirteen with me. The Department of Discontinued Lines. Unkind. Apart from
1: Project Hermote, there's nothing fun to do. I'm answering the phone for you, that's all.
3: They used to send me Keenex wrens. Then they got wise to that. No more jolly girls for Hey Ho. This is as much a punishment for you as
1: for me. But we could be doing something. Such as? The stagnant pond taking over the streets, or the way that people are dying in the smog. None of this is room 13's pigeon. Come on, there's something living in the fog, you know there is. We could just have a peep at it. No.
3: Tiny peep. No, ho. I've had my fingers burned once too often. No one's interested in the smog. Not after that business in 52, and I'm not getting dragged into one of your schemes. It has been made quite clear to me that Lisbeth Hayhoe is not wanted on deck. So I'm biding my time in steerage until I get a pension, a cottage in Hebden Bridge, and a bitter old bull dyke called Marjorie to bicker out my twilight with. You've
1: one of the finest minds here, in one of the ugliest bodies.
3: Huh. But surely you want more? No, we sit waiting for the phone to ring but the fog we could at least send a clerk to get samples. no and that's final <sighs> tell you what we should celebrate your Nazi let's taste some crumpets <laughs>
5: Excuse me. Miss. Miss.
1: Could I see the menu? The only thing you're going to get shown here is your place. Mind if I sit? You're sat already. So I am. Waitress. Sir. Thank you. We'll have two teas and two scrambled eggs, and I would like my friends to contain the same amount of nasal hair as my own. Thank you. Sir. Thanks. I, uh Don't like scrambled eggs. Oh, then you'll hate them here. It's that powdered stuff. But you'd have stood no chance getting fed otherwise. Sure. Our teas. Thank you. Seriously, did you really think you'd get served in this tea house? Why wouldn't I? You know why. Don't you people have your own places? My people? Uh, Just, no, I mean, wouldn't it make it easier to get tea? (sighs) OK, but then surely you then make your tea rooms better than the other ones, which wouldn't be hard, and then everyone would want to come to yours and there wouldn't be a problem anymore.
5: Oh my god, you've just solved racism. Excuse me? I don't know who you are. Norton Folgate. And I don't know what you do for a living. Librarian. But you've clearly led a
1: sheltered, innocent life. I'll have you know... Th- uh, no, you're right, I'm sorry. But I did buy you tea. <gasps> and scrambled eggs, scrum Brenda! Brenda! These are grey! I've got to get back to work. Which way is work?
5: My auntie has a biscuit tin of London, Tower Bridge, Big Ben. A guardsman. You know the tin? Everyone's aunt has that biscuit tin. London looks nothing like that, Tin. Mm. For one thing, there was no
1: smog. Curb! thanks. They say it's Battersea Power Station, but others say it's a completely natural occurrence. To which I say, turn the power station off for a week, see what happens. And oh my God, now you've solved the smog. I'm just
5: saying. One day without the BBC and electric light and there'd be rioting in the streets. (laughs) If they could find the streets. True. If I'm right, the Strand is that way. Oh, is that where you work? Haberdashers? No, Fleet Street. I'm a reporter. Oh. What's that mean? Surprise. No, oh, just, I'll have to be careful around you. Librarians have a lot of secrets. Cross us and you'll never get your hands on Lady Chatterley. I consider myself warned. Look out! Whoa. Thank you. What is it with those cabs? Even when the fox is thick and there's nothing else on the road, they just keep going.
1: Amazing! (laughs) They're like giant beetles. How can they see where they're going? Anyway, this is me. There's a library on this street. Librarians have a lot of secrets. Another
3: power cut? I was just saying they should turn Battersea off. I'm using fag ends of candles. Someone was supposed to get more. Sorry. Someone is also late.
1: Someone met someone. Is
3: this going to be one of your wearisome pansy stories? And then the lights came on. But it was
1: only Princess Margaret looking for ice. Carry on, boys, carry on. Have I told you that one?
3: Many times. There's actual work to be done. See that pile of folders on your desk? I'd rather not. Came up from the clerks for you.
1: I sent revenge.
3: Stop treating them like skivvies. So, something's being shipped into the UK through the Suez Canal... Curious markings on the crates, murky ports of origin, clumsy forgeries on the custom forms. So we know it's headed into gangland.
1: And you think it's extraterrestrial? It's going to be stockings.
3: That happened once! And
1: they're never letting you forget it.
3: I maintain it was a real supply route, and so's this one. And you and I are going to prove it and close it down.
1: Meanwhile, everyone else gets on with the real work of Torchwood.
3: Saving the Empire from aliens? That was never your kind of thing. Well,
1: sending people to poke into crates of nylon certainly isn't.
3: Have a look at it for Lisbeth, or (sighs) go out and get some candy.
1: Uh. Ramsgate, three crates. Portsmouth, four crates. Margate, seven crates. Hmm. Dreamland.
3: Giving up already?
1: Solved it already. I'm bricked up alive in here with you while people are vanishing in the smog and gangs are taking over. I could be doing something about it, but no. Black market stuff. If Norton promises to close this,
3: can Norton kill another Nazi? Please? I'll consider it. Any in particular?
1: Same as ever. Another member of Project Hermote. Hiding in Panama this time. Panama? The other canal. Oh, it'll be dead cheap. You could use a, a local stringer, given the value of the Balboa. Go crazy. Hire two flick knives.
3: Fine. Let me ask the clerks. The way you treat them will come back to haunt you one day.
1: With it. I slipped the files under your typewriter. See you later.
3: Wait. Where are you going? I'm going to Dreamland. It's
1: Not your lucky day, is it, Belle? It swallows my money. Well, armed bandits do that. I only play games where you can see every one of your opponent's moves.
4: Tell me how to win. Oh, Belle, what's in that for me? But it just keeps taking and taking. Ugh. What are you doing in Margate?
1: Same question back at you. Is the stagnant pond expanding? You proposing an alliance? Dear God, no. I just want to know what you're doing here. First, you take over Soho, now the seaside?
4: I'll answer you if you tell me how to play this damn thing. I ain't like Baccarat. What do I do? Hold
1: the fruit and nudge. Will I win? No, but I've always wanted to say that. It's good to see you.
4: We ain't seen you in the stagnant pond for a while. No,
1: you haven't. Like you, I don't like games I can't win.
4: Word is, you're a busted flush.
1: I'm still playing. Here on a special project. And no, Belle, these things don't take guineas.
4: Damn new money. I thought if I played big, I'd win big.
1: Which is why you're in Margate, isn't it?
4: Margate, Margate, Margate. Can't a girl have a day trip?
1: I know what happens to you if you're away from home for too long. It's all the risks for you today. So what?
4: You know the stagnant pond. We don't like being left out of a game, Saul.
1: This game... (sighs) This game wouldn't be certain packages getting delivered to your rivals. And you, you're curious. Got a tip-off. Did some digging. (laughs) Of course you did. It's easier for you than me, prettiest teddy girl in London. I imagine the locals were bowled over.
4: Maybe they took to my manners.
1: (laughs) There you are. I'd have got nowhere. So, your plan is to swoop in and steal the loot?
4: And your plan is to swoop in and steal the loot off me? The
1: very idea. I'm shocked. Shocked. I just want a look-see. I want to know what's coming in, because I think it's come a very long way.
4: You ain't gonna stop me getting my hands on it? Not unless it's dangerous. And who decides that? I decide that. Nah. I've had enough of losing today. Oh, fair enough. Excuse me while I blow
1: this whistle. You what? Well, I know what happens to you if you miss your last train home fancy a night in the cells. They've, uh, three plainclothes detectives in here, watching you like hawks would a bunny. And I'm a very good unpickpocket. Eh? Where is my watch? Oh no, it wouldn't happen to be in your bustle, would it? Now, should I whistle or cry for help? What's it to be?
4: Wait! Help! Oh help! Oh thief! All right, all right, all right. Calm yourself. For sake.
1: Where's the pick-up happening? Margate Pier. Who'd have thought Welks would stink so much?
4: This place has come down since my time. They did nice jelly deals. Loved them when I was a girl. I've been open for some... Tough.
1: We're cutting it fine if you're going to make your train. What's to
4: stop me running now?
1: <laughs> you wouldn't be planning it if you'd brought it up. You're as curious as me.
4: Uh, it's cold. What time is it?
1: Check my watch. Uh,
4: oh, the delivery's late. How do you know? The package was thrown off the side of a trawler into a fishing boat which is half a mile out. Constantine hired a motorised boat an hour ago, so he should be back by now. Mm, you are thorough, People like me. You should try being nice. No. I'm wondering how well things are going for you. Very well, thank you. Is that the boat? Word was, after you blew up half Leicester Square... And
1: saved the other half. Word
4: was, you were in the running for the top spot at Torchwood. But here you are standing on Margate docks, chasing after a package and furtive as mints.
1: How exactly is mints furtive?
4: You know what I mean. If you need a favour or somewhere to hide, remember the stagnant pond.
1: No, thank you. I'd rather not be in debt to you. And again, can you hear a motorboat?
4: Oh, alright. This time you ain't lying. I never lie. But you'd make a lawyer blench.
1: Here comes Constantine.
4: Do we often before or after we steal the package?
1: We're not offing anyone after
4: and i'll get to keep what's inside
1: if i decide it's safe
4: i wasn't asking permission uh, he ain't slowing down
1: greek's a terrible driver
4: he should be slowing down by now hold on is the man driving the boat Constantine? doesn't look like him doesn't look like a man what do you mean oh, it's coming right for us what? run oh, go away look out! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my god, it's still moving in the flame. What is it? It's climbing up the steps, you can ask it. <laughs> flame in, Nora! What is that thing? It's fast. We should run. No, even on fire, it's faster than us. <laughs> Too much? No, but useful. Useful? I shot it roughly in the head, the heart, and the major organs, and it's not stopping it. How dolly. Now what? You die? No. I've been saving this for a special occasion. Ah, <sighs> uh, oh well.
4: <gasps> <gasps> <gasps>
1: Disintegrator gun. Last shot. Shame. Always feels like finishing off a bottle of duty free creme de menthe. Memories. So, shall we catch our train? But where's my package? Our package? Looks like someone got there first and left that thing in its stead. Shame it's obliterated. I'd have loved to examine it. wonder what it was. Funny how bystanders only turn up when the fun's over. Come on, let's get out of here. <laughs> Ah, there you are, Elizabeth. I got in early. There's a bacon roll waiting for you. Proper bacon. No bits.
0: You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Why not rate, review and subscribe?
7: Go on.